Okay. So what's our intro going to be? It's going to be some song and then like we are passionately unhinged. Like a movie? I mean, I just feel like you just like you just take dumb clips of us bickering back and forth and you mix them together and like don't Yeah, but we still got to say what it is. Like we got to say the name of the show in there somewhere. You got to get a moderator, man. Or not a moderator, but like uh you got to get a different a voice. Fourth party? Just a voice yeah. party. Well, the thought, the vision is this, right? There's podcasts about everything. And we all, if we have one common trait, and we have probably more than one, but if we have one, we're all sort of intellectually curious. We have more than one interest. We don't want to talk about one thing. We want to talk about 20 different things. And what that thing is depends on the day or <laughs> not. It could depend on something else. So this is the podcast about nothing. Passionately Unhinged is... Uh, really getting off your rocker when you have a mild interest in something. A friend, that a friend has become your, you know, opus. A friend from work just used that phrase one time. I don't remember the context, but it stuck with me, and I was like, that describes us so <laughs> well. And also, she was definitely awesome. talking about you. Definitely talking about it you. Wasn't that was what was disappointing? I was like, you use that phrase, and you don't use it to me, not about me. <laughs> I think exactly what you just said and how you said it is passionately unhinged. Welcome to the podcast about nothing. I don't know what's going on here. We are passionately unhinged. I highly recommend uh, Bear Desks. It was a. I ordered it. When did we talk? We talk Mondays. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. We, we turn, record on Mondays. I ordered it on Tuesday. It was here on Friday at 11 a.m. and my room was set up at 1 p.m. It was real dope. And rewired and everything. The desk, putting the desk together took very little time. Uh, but, you know, two computers and monitors and shit, wiring all that took forever. It's Zero weird time. that you're standing just because, like, it's only been He's not. eight days. You're not? I am standing. Yeah. So you're on a bouncy ball. No, here, I'll, sh- I'll show you. So here's, here's the setup. It's, in, it's incredible. This, this desk has changed my life. So like now we have to describe this for whoever is listening in the future. Now we're looking at Steven's desk. Yeah, standing desk. With so it's his like ball in front of it. <laughs> they, I'll tell you, ball. they delivered that pretty fast. They ain't fucking around. It's fast as shit. Fast as shit. This little panel makes it go how long it goes. It's a baby's <laughs> desk. Yeah, it is. But this bouncy ball. Yeah, that's what I was talking about last week. That's the move. That's what you're supposed and now to do. you can't really tell if I'm standing or sitting unless you pay attention to the uh, architecture of my room. It strengthens the core. No, it's been comfortable. I like it. Have you fallen yet? Uh, no, not yet. Well, I caught myself, but I was trying no, to stand on it. I can I kneel on it. not falling, I mean. Yeah, I can kneel on it. I don't even care if you fall kneeling or standing. I just, <laughs> if you're like sitting and you're fucking around and you fell over backwards. <laughs> That would be like the, Well, the couch is there. Like, that's what just happened. Have you ever rolled into Beacon by accident? Oh, yeah. Beacon is Steven's dog. He, like, lays right behind here. Has he gotten smart yet? Uh, he mostly now sits only on the couch. It's a good place to be. It'll be interesting in, like, like six months how you feel about it. I agree. I, well, think, eventually case get, scenario, I think eventually I'm going to get a chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah the worst case scenario down. is not even a worst case scenario. It's just he sits at the desk like a normal desk. Right. But you all just you'll always stand. Like you get to a certain point in the day and you want to stand. Yeah, always. It's like a few times okay. a day. My work has standing desks, and when I'm in the office, I stand probably half the day. What is that? Is that like autographed? This is just a baseball. You just have that sitting around. Yeah. I mean, like. I found it in cool. my house, and then it's been out of my house. I practice my my different my different pitch grips. Do you really? I used to do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't remember what they all are the anymore. time. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a big wiffle ball pitcher. 
That's the extent of my pitching abilities. But I could uh, fucking slim that thing. I've had like, I had like three pitching occasions. I definitely like they tossed me in there because we were getting beaten up so bad that like they just needed a guy to throw the ball. <laughs> I played organized baseball zero times. That's surprising. Does T-ball what? count? I don't even know if I can say T-ball. T-ball, I think so. That counts. Maybe. Yeah, that's organized that, baseball that for yeah, children. There's like dads and shit. T-ball absolutely know. counts. Yeah. It literally is. But like I don't know if I play T-ball like, or not. How do you, what do you mean you don't know? I don't know. Like, what, do you remember what you did when you were four? Not every day, but like I know that I played soccer around that time. Yeah, I, You're saying I, there's I a possibility I before I, There's a possibility I played T-ball around that time. Okay, this is your homework for next week. You're gonna reach out to your parents, and you don't do it now because it'll distract from talking. But like, you're gonna reach out to them and figure out if you play t-ball. Okay, so I just got this text, very <laughs> random. But we're today is Cheng Ming Wang's birthday. So here's an insane fun fact about him: Cheng Ming Wang is the only baseball player ever to make Time Magazine's annual top hundred most influential people list. What? What did he, like, do to, to earn that? I mean, I have to imagine it has something to do with him, like, being the only good player from Taiwan. Have there been no other Taiwanese people? I feel like in, like, that the World Series of Baseball, like, they're good. Um, yeah, they're fine. I wouldn't no, say well, good. They have here's to be fine the unless they're killing kids because they win or at least advance in the Little League World Series all the time. So they definitely have kids that are good. Oh, shit. Backyard baseball. Let's talk about that, man. Yeah, let's talk about that. Obviously, um, like Pablo Sanchez was the was the king, but who was that fat chick? She was awesome, Keisha Phillips or something. Right? Keisha Phillips. She's the yeah. She was a, she was a, a money slugger. pitcher, and she was a slugger. But she wasn't in the Times top 100 most valuable people. I mean, she, she might have been. What what MLB <laughs> players made the cut to get only into him backyard baseball? Oh. Oh, when they put the pros in there. I don't remember. I, I remember some football players, backyard Frank football. Thomas was definitely in there. Let's speculate wildly about how they picked them. <laughs> Amount of steroids taken. I'm sure Mark McGuire was there. I'm sure he Ken was. Henry Jr. Kid. was one because he had the backwards uh, hat. Derek Never forget Jeter, that. I'm, I'm pretty sure. There had to be a couple pitchers. See, that was like the heyday of baseball right there. From a 2000s, baseball perspective the, the or a video game perspective? Just like just like life perspective. The 90s, man, they're just an incredible time period. Wait, some of us weren't alive in the 90s. Some of us aren't that old. Not Maybe the people listening, but certainly everybody on this podcast was born in the 90s. I don't know. I think the 2000s was a pretty good decade for baseball, just not for the Yankees. The early 2000s, for sure. But it got, <laughs> it got really boring like right around that time. It's, now it's climbing back up. So, well, You mean was. there's just home runs? Well, no, just in general. Like, if you even look at, like, fan graphs, and someone will truther me on this one and say I'm definitely wrong, but I'm going to stick with this one. You'll Truthing see you. decline. You'll see a, a hiatus and then, like, a slow decline and then, like, trends going back up now over the last few years. Baseball popularity. Um, wait, who are the reigning World Series champions? Yeah, no, it's a good time to be a, to be a DC resident, a fan of of Washington. Uh, it's not sports. a good time to be an anywhere resident right now. Yeah, that's it is that's a good fair. time to be a DC sports fan, but it's actually not a good time to be an anywhere sports fan right now. <laughs> Talk to me about these simulations, like they. Oh, dude, they, I'm so I would be so in. The problem is, is that EA has incentive, or uh, 2K has incentive, or like you know whatever, to not make them fair. Because they would open betting lines. There's no reason why they wouldn't slip a bug in and make yeah. $100 million. So they're talking about like actually allowing you to bet on them? Well, that's the theory. They're like trying to replace uh, you know, live sports with the closest thing we have that people can watch. The NASCAR thing is pretty sweet because <laughs> it's still like driver. Yeah, it's the actual drivers, driver. right? Right. Yeah, and like so ha- this is how lose, they practice. You lose some of the. Um, you can't get blacked out in a parking lot. We gotta pause on that. We gotta pause on that. Hold on. So what we just said was that NASCAR is just as good with these dudes sitting in simulators. No, 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 no. I was trying to spit it out, but I couldn't figure out what I'm saying. You lose the aspect that is the car, 
And like so much that goes into it beforehand and during yeah, a but race. They could put them in something that looked like a car. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about for like the sport. The people that like are hardcore NASCAR people. Okay, so put not only is race day important, but like all week that that you lead up to it. I'm talking about like the integrity of the sport. Like all that's not what that is. That's the integrity of the entertainment. The integrity of the sport is not what you're talking about, though. Why? The 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 sport involves building game. That shit is just as good. Well, I don't know. Who's won? Have like the best guys won? I have no idea. I don't fucking think it. None of us know this. <laughs> I will say, you, you know what sport I think would be, if they did it, would be better in this form, and that'd be this football. Because all of the things oh that make God. football worse are the injury stuff. And they could just murder people. Yeah, but that's not fun. Yeah. Uh, it looks real enough. It's going to be fun. Was this, like, conspiracy theory that the NFL is going to, like, go out in the middle of nowhere and, like, quarantine and, like, have a full season? Oh, yeah. All of these leagues think this is a good idea. Like everywhere in the world is like, yeah, we're about to do this, like the Olympics. Uh, yeah, the, so the Premier League well, was talking about it. You think it's a good idea? Yeah, the Premier League was talking about it like both. Like four weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, they would just move everyone to like four stadiums. They would all stay at different hotels. And for a six-week period, they just play each other and are quarantined together. Just like – you know, team and team. And Only televise it, no fans and anything. And now, that's everybody's like, trying to do that. There's some feasibility with the NBA trying to do that in Las Vegas because nobody's in Vegas. And they have, like, real basketball courts there. So they could do it there in theory. Uh, it's sort of like against the spirit of everything. If you put every person involved in a 14-day quarantine and they were all healthy, then they uh-huh. could do this and stay healthy. Yes. So can we just go a little further and it becomes Hunger Games? No, but yeah. but the point is is that the NBA <laughs> reacted fast. Why not? The NBA like literally like tested people rapidly once fucking yeah, you know why? started sneezing yeah. all over the microphones and then getting like their their future star player he gave them the virus. So but they like literally threw money at it, tested everyone. So like they have a pretty good idea of who's healthy and who's not healthy right now. Yeah, but the bottom line is if you if you were trying to do something like this, you still have to do the full quarantine because all it takes is one person having it and not knowing they have it, and they might never show symptoms, and then the whole thing is fucked. I think it's a really stupid but, idea. But why? <laughs> I think it's a really stupid idea. To do this? Yeah. What? It's How easy is it for – okay, so not only are the teams doing this, but everybody has to make money because it's America. And so there's going to be broadcasts, which means that traveling broadcast teams also have to go through this. That circle gets much wider and wider and wider the more logistics you think about. Yeah, you have one to, everyone has to be in the circle. Yeah, but one slip up. Well, then everything's catch fucked. it during the 14-day quarantine. Once the quarantine is passed, like they know how long this virus can stay inside someone without them showing symptoms. <coughs> I do think that there's that day. Yeah, I think there's a lot of like in South Korea, apparently, like when you leave your place of, of like residence to go to the grocery stores or whatever, they've got like they, they scan you with like a temperature thermometer and that like a scanner. And then as you go to like the other place, they keep scanning you. So like I think we just don't have the because because we're like, you know, able to do whatever the fuck we want. and We're not like socialist and stuff. I think we have kind of limited like control of people which it would be the same problem yeah. here like somebody would sneak into the to the thing and 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 kind of throw a whole mix and in. that somebody would work for barstool <laughs> yeah have you seen what's his name like day trading stocks or whatever yeah it, i don't <laughs> understand what he's doing but he's making a lot of money and then losing it and then doing it again <laughs> yeah what is his name dave portnoy portnoy mm-hmm yeah, so basically, so wait, I, I live under a rock, but the fact that you don't know Dave Portnoy, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I know who he is. He's the guy that eats the fucking pizza and he rates all the pizzas, and he's like a, <laughs> the president you of know. Barstool. He eats the pizza. Okay, that's fair enough. You got it. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> the what is it like the what is it called the I, the pizza thing? What's it called? No, you you one got bite. It. Continue. One bite. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. He's he's. Apparently, he's decided to day trade stocks during, you know, 
a super volatile time. Um, and he, it's just hilarious. Just some of the shit that like, apparently I saw one tweet going around where I think it's all content, you know, it's like, we'll just burn some money. You think and, it's and, all content? Well, no, it's <laughs> definitely all content. But like, there was one, he's like, I meant to hit buy and I hit sell. Damn it. I lost $40,000. Like it's fucking wild. He's a, he's a new hundred millionaire. And so he has some chump change. He doesn't know what to do with it. So he's just celebrating like this, yellowing. Basically. I mean, $100 million, that seems like unlimited money. So I have a, I have a, um, a, a kind of off-topic question, but um, one that, that kind of goes with the quarantine NFL league. Like, is Robbie Anderson going to hold up in Carolina – or no. is DJ Moore just going to eat and Robbie Anderson's just going to kind of draw the coverage back? Robbie Anderson's going to blow the top off. DJ Moore is going to eat and Curtis Samuel's not going anywhere. Yeah, so they have What do you two. mean is he going to do well? Well, they he, have two he guys. Is, he is the like he is the thing. Teddy Everyone can else cross is it. How, how are they going to do? Well, no, Teddy is Teddy if you watched him last year, he lives on the little short the short stuff. And so having Robbie Anderson plus Curtis Samuel to take the top off, like will make DJ more better. Uh, at least that's, and, and probably McCaffrey. A hundred percent. I think it's crazy that they gave up on cam that quick. I think that they just hated him just like as a person. <laughs> it's, it doesn't it always seem like that. Like the, like every off season, there's just something about, you know, the, the ownership is just not happy with cams. Like, personality and like how he makes all these like bold public statements uh, i believe it jerry richardson the owner i think that was his name i thought he's, he's gone good, he, yeah he's well he's dead but he was a good old boy and yeah. uh and he's because of guy, that right? yeah and because of that he um I, I i don't think they got along very well i think cam's gonna be pretty good i don't know where he's gonna go though I think he's going to have to take a, like a show me deal, like one of those like one or two year contracts, um, get some guaranteed money. But I think he's going to have to earn it, like earn that long-term deal. He's going to have to go through what, what all the greats went through, you know, like Ryan Tannehill. Um, clearly <laughs> he, he bet on himself and, um, you know, now it yeah, he won, dude. It worked. He fucking won. He I'm just talking about places. I mean, he's obviously going to sign like a one-year, eighteen, you know, a million-dollar deal, something like that. Would, like where? would would Belichick take him? Probably not. But weirder things have happened. I think. I think. Ooh, that would be awesome. I think I would be a Patriots fan that year. Well, he would just run him a lot. Oh, like, I'm he would run the him Patriots a lot. this year because this is the chance to prove my point that Brady is a, a figment of Belichick's imagination. Well, and, you know, you have to understand, like, as good as Belichick is, he still needs the guy to deliver the ball and, you know. Yeah, but that guy was Matt Castle one year. They went 10-6 and six with Matt Castle. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't win. Like, Tom Brady literally. Okay, maybe if he had Matt Castle for more than one year, he would have won six Super Bowls with him too. I don't know. You could argue one versus the other, but it's a one plus one equals three situation. But, I mean, Brady was at the, the, the tail end of his career. Like, last year he wasn't able to. I know, so it's great because ball. he might just not be as good this year because he's 500 years old. And then if the Patriots are good, then I'll be like, look, I was right and everyone else was wrong. I mean, this is, they're going to have to get good in, in a hurry because everyone else is like young in that division. Um, no, that division old. consists of the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills. They don't have to get anything in a hurry. They do. The Bills are pretty good, dude. Yeah, the, the Bills are good. And the Jets, I mean, you, you should know as like a, potential Jets fan that like they believe that they're that Darnold is the f quarterback of the future. So they're slowly building around him. I mean, here's the thing that watching the AFC East for a long time, I know, and you should know better Wade, but you're a true believer and I can't knock you for that, which is those other three teams. It always goes wrong. I don't know <laughs> how it just does. Yeah. It, it, if you're having like a really small, look at history like and you literally just define it to like when you started watching football no i mean like the, the duration of your life well the dolphins were the best team by far for the whole beginning of my life in that division like the patriots were trash dude i know 
and then they didn't it's win a, anything. And then the Patriots have been good for 20 years. It's called a quarterback. You need to have one. Dan Marino was the best quarterback in football. The Dolphins were, were one of the best teams. They didn't win a Super Bowl. So Who won the Super Bowl this year? What? Who won the Super Bowl this year? Well, I don't think that that's relevant. I don't even know. The Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, He's yeah. the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, but that I think needs- I think that I think that that the cheat. Uh, I don't know. I would have liked to see the Saints, but I mean they. Well, he just made he just hard. made your point or no, agreed with did. your point. No, he did. But and I then think you said I don't think that's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not saying it is or isn't. I'm just saying you like you got the argument, and then you were like, "Well, you know what? Am I? I was such a I." I, Mahomes, I got. I have a bad taste in my mouth from Mahomes. I was a huge Mahomes fan, but just never got the entry on, into his cards, and then they they took off. So I'm bitter. I want. <laughs> I wanted game. the Ravens not to not to choke. Um, I didn't care you if they won. You can still cash those, though. Oh, for sure, they're worth. They're still worth a lot. Like, but I wanted to get into Mahomes, and then I'd be bulletproof. But you know, I so then he gets injured, and I'm like, damn, this is perfect opportunity. But then, you know, they still win the fucking Super Bowl. What did you want to talk about, Sherman? Oh, I had an idea for a potential theme. I'm ready. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but it could be an idea. Okay. I drink scotch, Stevens High, and Sober Wade. Those, that's, um, that, those are the facts. I'm just saying it could be a thing. It might not be a thing, but it's a possibility. Um, it's definitely a thing. What do you mean by a thing? Like, it's just a, a thing. thing. It's a thing that is true during this podcast. I'm drinking some kind of scotch, and Stephen's high, and you're sober weight. I'm drinking water. Stay hydrated, man. Stay hydrated. Yeah, you're really moving a lot. I will say that it's uh, last week I drank more. During the quarantine, I drank a lot more last week than I normally drink because there was Wednesday. Uh, socializing event with people there was thursday socializing event with people friday saturday people are taking these like these like um zoom happy hours and google hangouts and house parties there's a difference between your life and my life i drank a lot more than i usually do because there was nothing to do so i sat in my house and drank scotch like a loser whereas you're on all sorts of fucking uh zoom happy hours and zoom parties and zoom that's uh, five yeah, it's it's getting it's getting um it's getting a bit much. Sherman, have you have you not been privy to a Zoom happy hour yet? Nope. I don't have friends. Would, would you decline out of principle? No. This is I'm not that principled. I'm the only one drinking. Yeah, well I don't really drink at the other ones either, but you're just hanging out <clears throat> more than anything. We'll we'll move up one of the recording times to four p.m. so we have a, a a true happy hour. Get wasted. I'm down for get wasted day. Friday. This Friday. Let I mean, me check my schedule. But a Friday. <laughs> I actually do think I have like three three Zoom things. This whole thing. You have no things. Wait, uh, Annalise has three Zoom things. No, no, they're coming all shapes and sizes. <laughs> just, just like the furries, the the Zoom socializing, and have you, you Lego? You got that app, right? I saw you. You were in the house. I hate that it tells me that people are in the house. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, house party. Yeah, Sherman, mm-hmm. you got that? Yeah. I hate that it's like it's always the same guy too. It's like Johnny's in the house. It's, it's always yeah. Mine is Chad. Chad, yeah. Do you guys still have it? I have it because my sister not wants to use it. it. Oh, you, which one? Eight. You're talking about you used Her birthday's it. on Saturday. Yeah, it's like the number two app in the world right now behind Zoom. Like it's. I'm not knocking it. I just don't still have it. No, no, no. I'm saying that I was surprised that you had it. Like I didn't know it existed until like now. I had it years ago. Same. Hmm. Interesting. House party. So wait, wait. When you say you don't like that it tells you who's in the house, like that is the point of it. The point of it is that it's a somewhat impromptu video call. You log in and you see who's there. Well, I was at a like organized one, so everyone like downloaded the app. And, like, that literally is there. not the fucking point of house party. Well, I, I think that they're not mad about it. Like, 
<laughs> Clearly, <laughs> they weren't they very be? successful before, and now they're they're doing pretty good. I they're well, they weren't unsuccessful. I mean, they've been around for years. Well, they're not as they were not as successful as this quarantine has made them successful. Nothing would make them more successful than quarantine, Wade. That's true. I mean, that's perfect true. condition. It's Katrina. <laughs> so we had one for my dad's birthday yesterday. Yeah, how was that? It was, it was fine. It's weird, but I mean, it was fine. Uh, we we were just ripped up, sitting on the couch, eating our enchiladas, and my family was arguing over computers. Did you all eat the same thing? No. <laughs> that would be um, something. It's like, that would be crazy. Enchilada Monday, phone call on Zoom. What, what platform did you use? I'm very intrigued Zoom. by all this. Zoom. Man, oh shit, just got an email that said emergency, and then it said COVID-19, and it was from my fucking uh, apartment complex. And once again, it's complete bullshit. I hate the <laughs> way that they title their shit. Like, they really need to work on that. It's like, don't send me an email that says emergency COVID-19, and unless somebody has COVID-19 in my apartment complex. Like, please. Yes, they do. Like, what are you going to do with that information? I, I don't know, but I, I probably would want to know, wouldn't you? Because, like, I do run out there. I do walk. Like, I probably... So you're going to stop licking people that you walk by now because someone has <laughs> COVID-19? No, I'm really good at the social distancing thing. Like, Annalise is a little better. She, she's, like, fine. She's going between trees and shit. And, like, we're getting, like, six feet away from every single person. Running is very hard, though. Because, like, people are, like, riding bikes and, like, pushing strollers. And I'm fucking running. I'm like, Jesus. So I got to, like, so dodge. I'm convinced the six-foot thing is bullshit. And I'm not saying, like, don't take social distancing seriously. Obviously, it's important. But, like, so you, to get this thing, you have to either inha inhale air with, like, droplets from a sneeze or something. Or you have to, like, touch a, a thing. Like if, if I sneeze in my hand and open it and touch a doorknob and then you touch that doorknob within the next 20 minutes, they claim up to three hours, but whatever. And then you touch your face. Like the germs have to get transmitted. So if we walk by each other on the street, you would have to breathe into my mouth. Basically. Apparently it has to do with like, like you can spew this disease like out of your mouth or your nose yes, if you six, feet or somehow. Six, feet somehow. six feet somehow. Six feet somehow. I don't know. So, man. So, I'm so not the scientist. You, yes, if I walked by you and while I walked by you, you sneezed right at me, that'd be bad. But short of that, I'm just saying that like if you're three feet from somebody, that's also fine if you're walking by them. Yeah. I mean, the neighborhood's been bumping. That's, that's like, it was such nice weather. Um, and also yeah, people dude, have crazy. nothing there's nothing else to do what are you gonna if you need to get out of your house which everybody does well most people do uh what do you do what Walk. else can you do you have here are your choices grocery store liquor store hardware store or walk around weed store weed store wait weed that's store. essential oh yeah <laughs> it's medical <laughs> yeah dude forgot about that medical man i love a drug uh, i have a um a friend who works there and um and what they're doing now is crazy. It's all out of the, it's all out of the car. So they basically show up, they're like gloved up masks on and they come out to your car, take your credit card, your ID, go inside, ring you up, drink, you know, bring the shit back and drop it off all outside, sort of like a drive through. Uh, and she said that they got that up and running in 24 hours. So it's like a, uh, a big deal that people can't figure this out with testing. It's like, if we can figure out how to sell weed, in 24 hours without people coming inside the building, you should be able to figure out and how to test people. So are they in like a full suit? Wait, wait, wait. No. Those two are not the same <laughs> at all. The difficulty of selling weed without going in the building does not equal the difficulty of testing people. Without going in the building? That's not the same, problem with testing people. Like the same general infrastructure. No, but the problem with testing people is not whether or not they're in the building. Well, no, they, te they, they tested. They tested Katie without on going on the front step. <laughs> well, what, what is the what is the comparison that you're trying to make here? The efficiency or inefficiency of building that actual the mechanism to complete transaction, whatever that transaction. So yes, is. the supply chain for weed is stronger than the supply chain for coronavirus <laughs> tests. 
<laughs> Correct. They move a ton. I mean, you got medicine. Twenty people deep the whole time since they've since they've gone only outside. Wait, wait, wait! wait. There's like lines. It's like a drop lines off. Lines of Jeez. They basically monopolize the back of this industrial complex. <laughs> and so this, like, thing, this is this thing that was very recently illegal. Illegal. What's yeah. the demand? Like, is it is do does that guy work at a good store or like is it what Oh what yeah. This? this store does the most weight of any place on the East Coast. Okay. So like this is a cuz like I was just wondering like I, there's like four or five in Rockville I'm like so if I went there would I be seeing these like massive operations or if he went there. I don't even have that loophole. What's that loophole? You'd be like uh there's no loophole. No, no loopholes. See people. <laughs> Um, so do you guys know the rule of the Maryland and DC quarantines? Like, I don't know the rules. because Nothing is different than the, uh, than what he said a few weeks ago. It's just, instead of asking, curfew? he's telling. Is there an actual curfew? No, but if you're out and about doing shit, that's not, that doesn't look like one of the few items people can stop you and ask you and like make you produce like a note from the place that you work or Hospital yeah. badges. So my 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 office already like sent notes out. So like we all have these like signed notes. So Which like is horseshit because you guys do not need to be in your office. Yeah, but we're essential. Like money is essential. Like, You're not unessential. You just don't need to be at your office to do your job. Yeah, but the fuck do they know? Like, I'm just saying. But yeah, so you carry this note around, which <laughs> is like a get out of jail free card. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. So it's essential businesses, right? Like you name like hardware, food, liquor, weed. Uh, Restaurants are open for delivery and takeout. Yes. I don't know if that's essential, but they're letting them stay open. Are like home goods stores? Like is Bed Bath & Beyond essential? Uh, there's one up the block and I haven't even bothered to. Go look. That's your homework. You want me Status to? Yeah. A bed, bath, like, and are things like that open? I don't think. Like, so. I can't believe like Marshalls or fucking Home Goods is open. Like, I don't think those. But are. does Marshalls sell toilet paper? That to me is like the question I ask myself if this comes up in my head. Do they sell toilet paper? Yeah, what's yes. to be on sells toilet paper? What is your like? What's your like status on toilet paper? Like, do you have a day that you run out? Like in your mind? No, I have a lot. Oh, of what I have already. Yeah, because like. Apparently it's impossible to get. Like you gotta get on the black market or something. You know, you can get you can you can order on Amazon. You just like they run out from time to time. I've so, like, not you, seen it on Amazon at all. I saw it yesterday. I looked, and my, the Trader Joe's under me. I've seen it there a few times. Like it's timing. If I come at the wrong time, they're out again. We ordered, thankfully, a Costco size one. Uh, Steven, that's like a week for you. Maybe <laughs> ten days. It does go faster than you think. That's why I'm asking. Well, we have, we just, op- it comes with six six packs or five six packs. And we just started the second one. Yeah. So at what point did you get that a while ago? That's six rolls for two people and only one uses the bathroom during the day here. It's like not that much. So will you get worried Is- at a certain point or no? I don't think so. I, I think we're probably good until June. June, jeez, okay. Well, you're good also because girls don't poop, so it's just you and be yeah. good. And also, I have enough wet wipes to uh, suffocate probably a classroom of toddlers. Okay. So, so if not, if not, um, toilet paper. Is there something that you're like looking around at every day and you're like, damn, I might fucking run out of this thing, and I'm worried. Uh. No, not really. I went to the grocery store twice in the past three weeks. Yeah, but food is full food is food. I feel like I feel like yeah, you'll be able to get some food. But I feel like it's the it's a weird thing. I don't know. I'm a very simple person, right? I like to eat. I like to listen to music, and I like to smoke weed. I like to play some video games. I'm pretty good at my job. It's about it. So as so as long as the weed company still keeps doing their job and that that operation runs smoothly you should be good 100 percent. and you know what sucks is if it doesn't 
I don't know how I would approach some 22 year old now to like sell me. me like, You'd get over it. You'd get over it so fast. You'd feel awkward about it for like five minutes and it wouldn't be 22 either. It would be some high school kid from your alma mater high school. You'd be hooked into that in three days because you, you know how to plug into that network. You talk to one of your friends that never left. And within three days you'd have the hookup from some 12 year old. I might have, yeah. I think there's a, a path to it being somebody I went to high school with. <laughs> the reason I asked was because I feel like a crazy person, man. I'm every time I'm like walking around my apartment, I'm taking stock. I'm like, you got <laughs> f- fourteen uh, pods for the dishwasher. We're running that shit a lot, man. This is this is this is death dire. We need to put this on a list. And then I'm like in the next room, and I'm like, oh no. I got seven paper towel rolls. I use those approximately one roll per week. You know, that one I might be all right. But I'm always taking inventory. Um, so here's the thing, right? My dad said this to me. The, the national consumption of toilet paper did not change. It might have gotten redistributed a little bit. People are using a little more at home, a little less at work, a lot less at work. But we still use the same amount of toilet paper as a nation. It's just that the panic happens and everyone stocks up and then it makes people that aren't ho- going to hoard go hoard because they feel like they're going to run out. We are still able to satisfy our national need for toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that that doesn't meet the emergency need of like... Then, there's no, I'm right, right the fuck now. Right. Yeah, but that is purely a hoarding mechanism. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yes, the behavior changes and then everyone tries to hoard it, but fundamentally, we are able like we are able to supply the toilet paper we need. And honestly, toilet paper would be annoying to have, but not the worst thing. Because everyone knows how to get in the shower, turn the water on, bend over. It would work. Not <laughs> ideal. It would work. You're going to do that like twice a day for like ever? Ideally not. But I'm just saying, think about it. you walk around your house. The things that you truly do not want to run out of. Toilet paper might be high on the list, but it's not at the top. Because there's something else where the, the alternative is not to get in your shower and bend over. Yeah, right now I'm like, because I'm like a little bit of a hypochondriac. So like I'm... Uh, we're like pounding these like uh, emergency packets, you know, like a thousand milligrams of vitamin C, like every day I'm pounding like a, a glass of that and I see my stock dwindling. And so I go on today and like I look at Target, they're out, uh, Whole Foods out, Instacart out. Um, then I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm fucked here. And so I, I didn't accept that as an answer. I went to eBay because, you know, I'm good at cards and stuff. So I'm familiar with, with eBay and so I started looking at, and the, yeah, they have them on eBay. You can buy it now for price gouging prices, but there's also ones on bid. So that's that's where I'm intrigued. So I go back and I look at the the actual retail cost, and then I look at the spread between you know what the cost is now, what they're going for, and like packets like that are trending like about thirty percent higher than than retail costs. And I think I'm gonna have to pay that. Like, get don't get me wrong. Like I'm gonna I'm I've got a few in my in my watch list, and I'm probably gonna snipe one of those in the next day or so. Like I'm dead dead serious. Like I need I need my immunity. Uh, Dude, it doesn't do sh- it doesn't do shit. It, it, <laughs> it, you can't tell me that. Like it, I'm telling you, as a hypochondriac, it does something. Whether that's to my mind or it makes you feel like you're doing something. Yeah, and that's 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 you're what wasting right money. Now. No, that's you're, you're better off investing those in the market. I'm sure that, that if you asked your, we'll, we'll get your dad or your mom on the call and we'll. They'll tell you. They're going to say vitamin C is bullshit. There's no, no, they're going to say, no, they're not going to, okay. It's not bullshit. It's a vitamin. It's vitamin C. But they're going to say there's no evidence that it makes your immune system any better. Apparently the person that proved that died of, of something or other involving taking too much vitamin C. Isn't, isn't there like a. Uh, and so this is a real cesspool shit, but like on Twitter, you know, people just like, if you go into the comments of like any posts, people start talking about all these cures and someone's like, yeah, you just take fucking vitamin C intravenously. And I'm like, I have no idea what intravenously. Whoa, whoa. Intravenously. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I was just about to say. <laughs> Not intravenously. Yeah. So tell me, so what does that even mean? Like put it in my butt or just something? Stick it in your vein. Stick it in a syringe. In, in your like vein. an IV? You- IV? What do you, what no, is like, like, like a heroin. No, no. What does IV stand for? Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> Son. Nice. Travanius. Cool. Now you're learning. Dude, I'm fucking... I thought that I would hear about some... 
inside vein, like vein. Yeah, no, I'm good. You used to be smart. Yeah, but not on this shit. Like, who the fuck? Oh, yeah, intravenous. I thought we were going to hear some crazy things about price gouging items. I would never have bet on emergency <laughs> being the top This is price gouging. He's going on fucking eBay. Yeah, but that's, eBay's the only supply. Yeah. It's so, not. He, it's like everything else. Like, there'll be more of it there. You just have to wait. Yeah, but I'm not. You're missing the point where people need things now. So, like, <laughs> eventually, like, market rate is market rate. Like, you're right in that the market rate will slowly decline back. But I don't give a fuck about paying a 20%, 20 to 30% premium on a, it's not like I'm paying triple. If it was paying triple, I just wouldn't have the emergency. Like I, so I figure we figured out, out exactly where Wade is, like how much Wade values his immune boost. It's yeah, somewhere between twenty to thirty. I guess not exactly between twenty to thirty percent more and triple. That's a big window. What about uh, double? Would you pay double? No. So, uh, so basically, these things. It's about fifty percent. Is like. The, the buy it now, if you want to go on there and smash the buy it now button, you, you're going to pay about 50% bump. Um, so you won't do that? Well, no, I might. I might. But it's not getting me wrong. But there's auctions. So I'm going to try to win the auctions first. Like, that's just a prudent thing to do. No? I would think so. I mean, how, how much do you value this commodity? Uh, 20 to 30% premium? Sounds about right. <laughs> Good answer. I mean, <laughs> how upset are you when it's down? I guess PD light would be up there for me. I don't really have a thing like that, though. I don't yeah, know. Like if you're hungover, you need PD light? Yeah, but I'm not like really drinking that much. All right. I was asking Sherman about this um, because, like, so I, I like cut my hair because I was like, I got oh, did you? I'm letting it go. Today's the first day I did some shit with it because I thought I had a meeting. They canceled it eight it's minutes just before. It's just the sides in the back that got me. Like they were like, yeah. so I basically just did the sides in the back, and then like I took, like I had Annalise chop off like really minuscule amounts of my hair, um, it, not as hard as I thought. Ballsy, dude, real ballsy. Well, I figured, you know, I'm at home for the foreseeable future. What's the worst that happens? I thought about buzzing it. Just let. I guess go. the worst that happens is probably she misses your hair and hits your carotid artery, and you die. Just the first thing. Like yeah, but like, dude, you have to miss by a fucking long shot. I'm, I'm having her chop like a, a finger length off the top. I got, I got a lot of hair. Have you ever watched a woman try and throw a ball? I probably shouldn't record that. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> chop that out. We'll chop that out. We're pro. I'm the here. only one that plays fetch with Beacon. Just fair. I did. We played um in Chang Box House. We used to play that game. Okay, that's a good one to have in there. I think it's called uh, Polish Horseshoes. You remember that one, Lika? <laughs> now, no. now, Wade, was Changbok his name? Yeah, that was his name. <laughs> Literally, that was his name. Um, it's, it's the one where you put the ski pole in the ground and you put the beer bottle on top and you have to throw the Frisbee at it. So there's like two. Oh, things. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a fucking dope game, right? I, I'm a big fan. Yeah, so big we're playing fan. that. And so, I don't know, like I beat B. Craig and Mittens or something. So Annalise is up next and... She took her first shot and she literally sailed it into the neighbors on top of the neighbor's roof. And I was like, all right, I don't think this game's for you. <laughs> Throw number one. You're doing so a you poor job of representing Annalise. Compounded my sexist story by telling examples that support that sexist story <laughs> of your uh, significant others. Yeah, but I but I, you know, I love her, so it's there's plenty of things. Yeah, it all cancels out. Yeah. It's a true it's story. not it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know how to throw a tennis ball. <laughs> so, thing I think on that note, I realized this week I got to the end of YouTube. Yeah, like, there's nothing left in YouTube to watch. Well, I, can't I got in the habit where I was watching YouTube while I shit, and the shit, you know, like the algorithm shit shows up. There's nothing left that I'm interested in. I think you just gotta like search some bizarre ass shit. To like get the algorithm to spice it up for you. How do, do I do that? End. I got to the end, the bottom. Yeah. Okay, but like, what pile were you digging in? Because I I know oh, it's not the, the end. Whole thing. I got no. to the bottom of YouTube. Yes. Yeah, all right. YouTube is a bucket. 
I got the bottom of the bucket. Have you gotten to like, you know, furries yet? No, but I don't think I want to. I went past furries. Yeah. Three yeah, then you haven't seen everything, dude. Three or four. I mean, I'm not saying that they're everything, but I need to know what you're watching. Like yeah, three to four. So for a things. while I was watching uh during the impeachment I was watching uh what's the guy that used to be the Saturday Night Live late guy, Seth something? Seth Myers? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching his coverage of that, his because it was kind of funny. And then I was watching uh, a little bit of Trevor Noah. And then I was, wa- I mean, I always watch l- last week tonight on YouTube. Um, then I got into these like educational videos about airplanes and other things that I thought were interesting, like something called Wendover Productions and things like that. Uh, I watched something about like the world's most complicated bridge. I watched something about how the International Space Station works, like logistically, how to get stuff there and back. I watched something about, uh, oh, like Alcatraz, you know, like Alcatraz has to function now, like things like that, that I'm the only person in the world that finds interesting. I'll have to look up some of the other titles for another time. And then I got to like funny stuff. So I'd watch like little clips of comedians and I watched some music covers and I got to the bottom. Oh, I watched America's Got Talent videos for a little bit. And then they tried to show me France's Got Talent videos. I was like, fuck that. I don't watch French things. Um, <laughs> German, what you've done here is walk into the side of a lake and get ankle deep and say you touch the bottom. <laughs> no, I so like just when you go to the bottom of the ocean, right? You don't swim through the whole Atlantic Ocean. You go down in the point. That's what I did. I've gone to the bottom. I got past the furries. I saw them as I went by. I was like, hey, furries. I waved to them. They waved back. Uh, this is your homework. I want you to go watch a furry video before next week because – I don't know what a furry video is. I know what a furry is from that episode of Entourage, but um, I haven't seen Dude. it on YouTube. Oh, I've never, I've not told you the furry story. No, please do. Does this story involve somebody that you went to high school with? No. Yeah. In Chicago, uh, where we stay for our company holiday party, which is usually like the first weekend in December, always, <laughs> <laughs> always coincides. With, with Midwest Fur Fest, which is the second largest furry convention in the United States. Oh, my. And they and you like share a hotel? Basically, yeah. Oh. It's like us, the people out of town, and them. And they, on their rooms, they put, like, their alter ego furry name. Like, you know, who's staying in this room? It's like fucking Nighthawk and... Sour Punch and, you know, Dark Princess. In, the, in your hotel? In the hotel. They put, put these pictures on their walls. This is like a on nice two-for-one for you. It is so fascinating. Did you know that it's only $70 to go for the convention for the entire weekend? But you have to wear, like, the suit? No, there's people wearing nothing and people wearing everything. Some of those are custom. Most of them are custom-made, and they're, like, eight to $10,000. What is there a furry maker? There's a, a bunch of furry makers. It's like an alter ego. You like live through this character and persona. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, not I, always I, are their sexualities the same. You know, like the the person versus the character. But like, I, I'm picking like. What's that at the, the conference? Yeah, they were having panels sure. on like how to reckon in society with your furry self versus your normal self, and like exploring sexuality courses and like uh, icebreaker sessions. We looked up the whole thing. It, it's incredibly fascinating. And so, like, what's what do you th- what companies sponsor this type of event? The people that make that stuff probably. Uh, I would bet like sex toy. Yeah, I was just companies. thinking dildos. I was thinking dildos. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Who else? I don't know. Neon lights, probably like DJ equipment. Maybe there's always like a music component. Uh, I don't know. It's it's fascinating. I mean, it's like in this huge convention center. There's probably. Uh, I have a serious twenty five hundred people. Why do you know so much about furries? Well, I've been there every year, and it's uh, like okay. you go downstairs to get okay. coffee in the hotel lobby, and sure? it's like 
We'll go there. Maybe when you're you venture into one of these rooms, maybe you sit in on one of these pla- these courses. Oh, we maybe we're, now you're going go to buy tickets. Convention. Like a couple of us are going to go. Seventy bucks? Why not? Yeah, for sure. Sounds like a layup. So you're going to? Maybe you sell a website. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? If man? this podcast becomes like real, furry town, <laughs> we will go to the furry thing next year. I mean, I'd like to see Sherman there. Honestly, like I could. He, I could see you like enjoying it. I don't, what does that mean? I don't know, but I could see it. No, no, you can't just say that and then be like, I, I don't could know. see you dressed up as a furry and just like find this like hot furry chick and like. So why can you see that? I just can't. What is going on in your head that you see that? I don't know. You got like a teddy bear vibe. You can't say that and then be like, I'm not. What color would your furry be, Sherman? Don't ask me. Ask the guy who sees it. Oh yeah. Heard, okay. Wait. I was thinking pink, but like I don't know. Like, I was more thinking of that Entourage episode. I think it's it's so insane. Like, so like there's different levels of people wearing things. Some people wear like the full costume. Some people only wear the head. Some people like wear gloves. Some people only wear the tails. Some people wear nothing. Is it literally. a straight sex thing, or is there like a broader component to it? I think in some ways it's like a sense of community. Uh, well, anything or probably in a lot of ways. But I don't know. It's sort of like fantasy. I mean, I, I think most of it is rooted in uh, in sex, but I have no idea. Well, I see a lot of it is probably uh, a surprising amount of it is probably this community thing. Speaking of that, uh, we need a Wade's mom update from Wade. Uh, well, there was, it was interesting we didn't have like a lot of updates cause things were dicey there. Um, not on my mom's, but the, the dog, the dog, um, she almost, she almost died. But in the, the this dog is old. It's like Pixie's been around for, she's a white toy poodle and she's 17, I think. Let me help our many listeners out. This dog is held together by scotch tape and, uh, I don't know, toothpicks. Well, I think the, I think the, the, that breed like, is supposed to live to like 11 or something. So 17 is an impressive feat. But, like, this dog is unbreakable. Multiple times, she's like, just randomly, like, I don't know, like, had a seizure or something and like, popped back to it. So, so I guess this time, like, she got like, fluid in her lungs and like, they had to rush her to the hospital. And then they were like bouncing her around hospitals all weekend. And then, you know, they, they had made the decision that they were, they were going to like, they were fine putting her down because they want her to suffer. But then like they called the doctor and she had made a, a comeback. And so now she's back at the house. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I didn't have much of every time I called over there, that was just an additional thing she was worried about. But the move, my brother moved. So that's one thing off of her off of her stress levels. I'll check in before next week, though. It's uh, my mom's off the rocker a little bit too. She's like super concerned about everybody's activity. We went over there to see. We like walked. We can walk from my house to my mom's house on the paths, and it takes like it's probably three quarters of a mile. Um. And we like hung out in the backyard while they were on deck, so we were far enough away. Four parsecs. What? Four parsecs from your house to your mom's house. <laughs> um. Until we hung out in the backyard. Do you? No, I have no idea. Star Wars, Millennium Falcon, made the castle run of fourteen parsecs. Sherman's nerd side is really coming out. Oh my here. god, you guys are terrible. All right, sorry. Keep telling your story. Um. Uh, so we were hanging out in the backyard, and um, she's like, you washing your hands? Are you doing this? And we on this uh, was happy hour last night. And she's trying to explain to everyone. I mean, she's, she's hammered. She's trying to explain to everyone how much longer it was going to be and that everybody needed to abandon ship and stay home and, like, bunk her down the doors and shut the windows. Bunk her down the doors. It's, like, crazy. <laughs> it's, like. Your neighbors are going to come for your toilet paper. <laughs> they, they, they saw the, the uh, Costco shipment come through. She was, um, 
I was surprised. I mean, she, she works in healthcare. So I think, I guess she gets it, but also like, you know, relax. You don't need to put storm windows up. Yeah. I haven't heard of any lootings yet, but I guess we are still pretty early in this thing. I mean, the next month is really going to be, uh, I think six weeks, six to eight weeks, I guess, are going to be the, the, the good stuff. By episode 12, we're going to be in full out. Like we might even not even have internet. We're going <laughs> to be fleeing the country, which would be of no help at all. To where? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, all I know is, man, I'm, I'm very happy I got my, my furry suit ready to go. Which one of us, which one of us would last longest in like the post-Armageddon world? Not me. Fuck no. Well, we know that. Um... Probably you, Sherman, but maybe me. I'd agree. I'm a survivor. I don't. I don't know. Wait, you go. How would you go? Depends on what kind of apocalypse. You you definitely catch this virus though. Now you won't now, but like. Well, not in the apocalyptic scenario. If I didn't, if I yeah, if I didn't get, if I don't get my um, my emergency, I'm probably probably going down. <laughs> <laughs> this is it yeah um i don't know i would hope to go out by like getting mauled by like a zombie dog that would be a cool way to go do you see like tiger whatever that thing is tiger king have you seen that uh, oh yeah oh that is is it true that there's gonna be a tiger versus phil do you guys see that you're talking about something completely different i know but, but is that true maybe in a cart, just like boys' rules. That would be dope. But yes, I did watch Tiger King. I mean, did you? It. Should I watch it? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I can't tell what it is. I don't watch things that I can't tell what they are. It's a documentary. It's a, it's a story that multiple times throughout the the documentary, you're gonna be like, "Wait a second, this was two years ago." Like, what the fuck? Like, it it seems like it's way long ago, but no, it's. It's um, decently entertaining. Sometimes it gets a little boring, but the characters are top notch. It's kind of eye opening, though. It's similar to like people of Walmart, you know. Like you're gonna you're gonna learn some things about America here. I don't know that I want to watch that right now. Carol Baskin killed her husband. Who? <laughs> so what happens in the show? He's ruined it for me? No. No. It's not a mystery. Like, I... um, The point is, it's basically like all of these different people that own big cat sanctuaries and exotic zoos are into some wild shit. All right, that was all all I needed. That's the one sentence. Now I know what it's about. All right, I'll check it out. So, like, and and they're like, yeah, they're like, basically, there's exes. Husbands dying, there's like exes marrying, there's like polygamy, fights over like black market sales of tigers and lions and shit. I mean, this is all just happening in Florida or Georgia? One of them. Oklahoma, I think. Oh, that's right. But yeah, so basically, I mean, the craziest thing is like, I, I thought it was weird that there's more of these big cats as like in these types of small, like weird little zoos in the USA than there are in the whole wild. And like, that's just a fucking America type of thing right there. Like let's ruin something that's an indeed. No, that's sad. But also like they're not badasses because they fucking like, you know, no, taking over not. these big cats. Like, <laughs> no. Trust me, they're not. They, 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 they I, I'm going to watch not. them to get angry. It's you know not, what they are not? They are not passionately unhinged. Do you, do you know they're what they're passionate no, they, they and they're are. very hinged. Mm-mm. Joe Exotic, dude. Just wait till you meet him. He's a national treasure. So a, a, one of these cats, apparently, like if you wanted to buy like a baby cat, it's about like five grand. That seemed way too low for me. <laughs> Something that will grow into a full-size fucking tiger. Five grand? Is it bad? The next thought in my head was: Is it explicitly illegal to own a tiger in Washington D.C.? Sherman, I'd I'd advise against owning a tiger. Why? The their food alone is like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. 
I'll just let him out in a in a in Soul Cycle. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't like that one. They would like it for a while, and then and then it would eat them. It would be an awesome. No, what place walk around in should like be like Jenny's ice cream or whatever? No, yeah. uh, no, 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 no. With a tiger in tow. Oh, you, you know what's made me the most sad this week? What? So I walked by Seven Eleven the other day, and they're closed from midnight to five a.m. for cleaning. Of course they are. Like one of the greatest things about America is that if at four a.m. I'm like, I really need a large pizza, I can go get one at Seven Eleven for five dollars, and we'll be ready in five minutes. What did you try and go get? Nothing. I just saw the sign like in the middle of an afternoon, and I was like, that's so sad. I've never actually gone to Seven Eleven at four a.m. to get pizza, but I want. I like to know that I could. Like, that's right. what makes America it's, America. So if really, it's four a.m. and you're like, I need a large pizza, a fucking immediately. You go. See, and then really, I was walking through the. I was just say it's a tragedy for mittens. It's a, uh, it's 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 terrible. It's a tragedy for all of us. Well, you don't have the option either. You don't know if tonight's not the night. You wake up at four a.m. and you're like, I need a large pizza right the fuck now. Well, I know that that's the case. Yeah. No, you don't know that. I don't eat. Can pizza you predict from the future? 7-Eleven. Can you predict the future? No. No. So then you don't know that you will not wake up this morning at four a.m. and be like, I need a large pizza. Uh, I think I would get the. As terrible as they are, I think I'd still probably get the taquitos or something. But if you needed a large pizza, you'd get the pizza. We wouldn't have a choice. You need a large pizza. Eh. Eh. I'm just saying. If I don't you really need want, a large I, I value the the notion of pizza better than Seven Eleven pizza. You're missing the point. It's not about how good the pizza is. If you need a large pizza at four a.m., you got that option. Are we sure that none of the delivery places are open like 24-7? Also, also, how do any of us even know how good or bad 7-Eleven pizza is? We have no fucking idea. None of us have ever eaten it. Yeah, I know who did, though. I think it was Ava. Like, So it really demands again. Is that she used to get a full pizza all the time, and she said that was the best pizza in College Park, which... And when we were there, it might have been. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I think we're calling this thing. All right, I'm fucking done here. Play the song.